0: Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the unofficial D de- uh, brief. Brief since Fungus can't spell. <laughs> um, welcome in. Um, we are. This is the first iteration, I guess. Um, I'm Cairo, joined by the wonderful Whippet on my right and the wonderful Gibson on my left. How's it going, lads? Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. 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 Fantastic. Yeah, it's- it's a wonderful evening to talk yeah. about siege, actually, a wonderful one.
0: It's a, a special, a special day considering we have SI ongoing for EU as well. Um, we'll get to that a bit later, but um, let's talk about this podcast first, um, I guess, and, and what we're going what the aim is for the podcast, um, and how it was actually a drunken idea at a major. Um, whip all I'll allow you to go first <laughs> about the, the general idea of this, and then we can we can kind of get into this.
1: I think we just got drunk at a bachel and went. Yeah. No one, act, no one sits and talks about everything in Siege yeah. at all kind of levels every single <laughs> week. You know, we have we have our special events. You know, yeah. like Parker will stream every so often you know, on season releases or break stuff down you know, demo, uh, and all you do on your post-majors, but there's not this weekly space. Yeah. And a lot of us, as each, just like to fucking ramble about the game, so we're
0: just going to do that. <laughs> I always, like, it feels weird when you're in, like, you're looking at the camera and you hear someone swearing, like, you can't be swearing on a broadcast, but this isn't a broadcast.
1: It's a broadcast. I was going to say, like, am I, am I allowed to? <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, of course, mate, of course. But Gibson, I mean, you were there in the room. I mean, um, you contracted, what was it, lung you called it? <laughs> Black
2: li- you gave me in with black in Sweden, and they're still black. So if you if you see me in Whippet muting, because of you and you alone, but well, you're lying to everybody. How? you came up with this idea about eight months ago yeah. and did Longer. nothing about it. It was you did like nothing about it. Like
1: pre-Charlotte Major, we yeah. had this idea. Yeah,
2: yeah. Let's, let's do a podcast. Me, you, me, you and Whippet. We'll do a podcast. This will be so much fun.
0: Yeah, I know, mate. But like double yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know I like, like So you know what I'm like I'm too busy like I don't know Doing like wonky things But I'm glad Big club Cairo find... Oh mate honestly I am not big club clout
1: Yeah that's it mate That's <laughs> it I, I like, I'm gonna wait for them They come back from Paris I'll yeah. get them on a podcast <laughs> Mate
0: you don't know How much money I've spent On bribing you officials Honestly Like trying to get used To no more clout I was like Listen I've not made I've not made you yet I've not made like a, a T3 But I can at least bribe Whipson and Cap uh, Whipson, Whipson and Cap Oh <laughs> my god you
1: are man. a bit of a cat boy, aren't you? No, I don't well the cat is over there, so uh, stick I'm them not... on, mate. You're not sticking them on Ep- episode one? No. no. No? No.
0: No, but we'll get when, there
1: eventually. W- when Kai g- win the win SI, I'll put them on.
0: Listen, by the way, I I think that's a that's a guaranteed that's a guaranteed bet, I'd say. Locked in, mate. That's locked, locked, locked in indeed it's locked in indeed right well let's move on then we'll start talking about SI Open Qualls because e- it's EU's turn we've already had NA we won't talk about that nonsense because we don't care about that no I'm kidding that's terrible <laughs> but um, Kangaroo <laughs> Kenny made a very interesting tweet um, it was about the rosters um, talk about the SI Open Qual teams to watch um, so I'll start things off with your two beloved teams Libsyn uh, uh, is wild losing G and picking up Hungry. what do you think of that?
2: I love it. Well, I don't love it because of Jay. Obviously, Jay is a very good player. <laughs> yeah. Bringing in Hungary is massive. And then when you look at the fact that Corey has stepped out of that sixth player role back into the five, yeah. it's an absolute death stack. It's yeah. it's a death yeah. stack. And if you were kind of woe is me as a wild fan, after yeah. watching them whimper out of CL, mm-hmm. and then you see this stack playing an SI quals, I wouldn't be surprised if they make a big run.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's this, is this stack plus Corey today, at least. So, mm-hmm. the yeah. games are currently going ahead adjacent to this right now, but yeah. it's like the first stages of, of the brackets. It's the whole weekend thing. Mm-hmm. And Corey's playing today, at least, uh, I know. Yeah. So, I'm intrigued to see how that one goes again. Wild have always run like, a six-man roster. Yeah. So, I think Corey will be a part of that one. But Hungary's addition is very interesting because it's another super experienced player coming in. Yeah. Again, he, he had that run... Uh, with vitality, he's had that yeah. run with. with um, I mean, that that iconic like, kind of SI event where he had was with Penta with yeah. Easton or around going a minute. And he's very, very experienced. He had a very good showing with 86 in MPL. Yeah. I think with him now kind of involved, he you know, Wild could be a dangerous team. And I mean, I wouldn't be shocked to see him make a close calls run for these SI calls.
2: I James, like, scary though, but yeah, what? he's he's only been on the team like. Two or three days and he's already rocking blitz. And already, already.
0: already. Yeah. <laughs>
2: already <got> so <laughs> but
0: see, see the thing is, so like I've always thought, like Wild, were I, I always didn't believe in Wild, but like they keep adding these experienced players, and I think that's what's so scary about It's like the general experience on that roster, especially like the ex-Rogue Boys and stuff like that. And then you've got like young prospects like is sitting in the back blunders as well. Like it's just like it's how to put it. It's like the perfect storm waiting to brew. I think personally, with, yeah. with Wild. Um, I'll quickly move on, we'll ignore Makers because everyone knows about Makers (laughs) Uh, (laughs) we'll talk about Lings next, and I think this is a big call that they've made, losing Leonski and Turco and picking up Noodle and Skeptic
1: So, uh, when I look at this what I see is an unfortunate one for Turco, so I mean if you watch Challenger League, it's pretty safe to say there was a couple of moments where his internet, other factors bar from the server failed him and the team needs a level of stability. you know you you know you go 15 rounds in, in a best of three on map number yeah. three. you want turco to not disconnect like in a key execute, so him departing the side at least in this preliminary stage for these calls, I think is is a, a smart decision for the team, and that would be Noodle filling his void. Yeah. The honestskeeper skeptic, that's one that I think a lot of people outside looking in will be very intrigued about i think but i think skeptic's gonna come in and bring a new flavor to this team i think a lot of the problems jaylings had was in terms of igling in terms of leadership and while it's sad to see someone who's been around as long as leonski has been i think that team needed a change and these would be the two points of that team i would have actually looked at making a change post their departure from challenger league this season
2: yeah
1: gibson you got any thoughts
2: yeah, I think, obviously, the Turco one, what but covered it already. It's, it's yeah. nothing to do with performance whatsoever. He's, he's actually one of their better performers. But yeah. the Leonski move, if you look into it a little bit more, who's Quick's best mate? Inside of the season, yeah. community, who is his best friend? It yeah. is Skeptic. You know, those two talk to each other all the time. They go to the gym together. And Skeptic is one of those players, again, that I think has really thrived this year in that IGL yeah. role. Yeah. He made the move. It went really well in MPL. The wheels kind of came off a little bit during CL groups. But all in all, I think it's going to be a very different J-Ling side that we're yeah. going to see. But I'm very curious to see how it moves in. Because, you know, playing with your best friends always seems like a good idea until yeah. you actually try it in a game where you're losing. And maybe yeah. then we could see some see how the team's going to perform.
0: Yeah, I think as well, Like, it's a big call to drop Leonski considering all the experience that he has in, in favour of Skeptic. And maybe something that a lot of people haven't thought about is the fact that Geelings might be moving more towards a U-Kin roster as well because it is a a U-Kin org at, at the start, maybe. I, I don't know. That's that's kind of where, where I look at it,
1: um, potentially. I mean, the thing is, right, their Baneluk's roster was not the roster they intended to play yeah. in the Challenger League. I mean, you know, kind of. You, you look at how they set things up. It looked like they wanted what would be the, the quote unquote easier spot. So they played mm-hmm. with a different team, different lineup. They had a couple of subs coming in, yeah. and, and that adds difficulty because they need the scrim, they need to, they, they need to play, they need to get game time, they need to prep for these Benelux games. Yeah. And you have this horrible situation where you know you took that gamble. and you didn't make it. You know, activity got that spot from Benelux, and I feel yeah. I think a, a relook at what region they want to play in might be a wise choice. And you, know, you see how top heavy, how many good teams have been forged in, in the UK system right now. Yeah. A lot of good players floating around, a lot of good potential, a lot of good prospects as well. If they want to drop that pool later on in the year or later on in the next year, so yeah. I think it's a wise decision to at least consider moving in back to the UK system.
0: Yeah, right. Moving on next, ex Victus picking up
1: Neox and Jacks. Any thoughts about that one, boys? Uh, a little bit of a, a mystery for me. Yeah. I've not I've not seen these two play uh, personally, and I'll I'll be honest. You have you seen that. Neox? Neox have played it? CL. Yeah. Oh Neox! Oh my!
2: Yeah. Come on, Wobba. <laughs> Which... <laughs>
1: trolling. Listen, I'm not trolling. Right. Okay, so well clearly right. If I'm not remembering it, Gibby, it wasn't spectacular, was it? Um, but, I mean, Neox from... had his
2: moments. Neox was impressive um... at times. I don't know much about Jax, but yeah. I, I like the move in Neox. Neox.
1: I think uh, well, Kenny actually, because because we have the chat adjacent to us, we can, yeah. we can pull this up. And Kenny goes, "New and Jacks played on K yeah. KVM in our group." Ah, uh, Called
2: out by Kenny and chat. This is great. Uh, it was <laughs>
1: groups. It was I don't remember groups. I was I was working remotely for groups. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> remotely
2: yeah. for you is your bed, as your roommate? How yeah. Do you not remi- Oh, me, actually, no. Let's not go into the stuff that
1: happens. We don't talk about the Red Bull incident, right? Oh we don't talk about it.
2: Like, there's one of those men in black scanners just
0: the door every time Whippet walks out <laughs> no, it's in just the a, last 30 minutes. Yeah, it's just the fumes that actually come from Whippet's room that make you forget. Um <laughs> 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 what? Right. I think that's decent then. Obviously, CL Experience, Ex I'm um, mm-hmm. a good enough core X-K. as well. Um, so one to watch i guess AHP, i think is the biggest Ooh. one from this list that i what, like that kangaroo kenny's provided that i think's the one to watch um is av avh Noah, patbill plano and sloppy like to me that's a t1 roster and with the rumors that are floating about i mean
1: i wouldn't surprise me like if that those rumors were true I mean, this roster, to me, screams as that, was put together to, to kind of be a lot of big names for a big reason, right? Uh Prano just left his G2 contract, or it just ended, yeah. right? And so when I see that happening, and now I see this move coming in, there's clearly intentions here. Avaish, Noah, Packball, and Sloppy, I mean, who doesn't know who these guys are? Noah, yeah. this is a big move from him as well, coming in, and I'm really excited to see what he can do with this team and Sloppy. A name that's kind of been tossed around with a big move, a, a big presence for, for a little yeah. bit of time, I think, a few years ago was he uh, toying with the idea of moving to North America, actually, moved mm-hmm. moving to the NAL or that, that circuit at the time uh, during his run at Makers, actually.
0: Yeah, I think as well, like, I, I've each, um, I, I Sorry, I'm terrible with pronouncing names. So we'll, we'll get that, like, all, all <laughs> podcasts. But the point that, like... I mean, that's been a, a name that's been... Like probably thrown about as someone who um, should have been an EUL long ago. Like I remember what was the twenty nineteen season when was it twenty nineteen twenty twenty when um, we had like the Gamma roster make that run all the way to the semi-finals? Like mm-hmm. th- like I felt as if like they should have been one of the teams in the final. Like they were good enough to be there, but it was just such a stat CL. Like I'm actually I hope I hope he does well in in the SI Quals here.
2: I think we've heard we've heard rumblings about a Prano roster yeah. and whispers in our ears for a little while. You know, yeah. Whip and I had heard, I know you had heard some of them as well. Yeah. And I was very curious to see what sort of a roster he would put together. Because to me, yeah. Prano was made at times me be a bit of a scapegoat in yeah. G2 for... Just a little
1: bit, just a yeah. little and, bit. <laughs> and to me,
2: he was he was one of the players that was performing. So yeah. I don't think he deserved to lose his spot. So... You look at the players that he's put together, he's brought experience, and then Noah. Noah was very good with job seekers. Yeah. Very good with them. And he was very good in the He was one of the team players that actually performed all through MPL as well. So to me, him joining this roster, they've got all the parts in place. You've got the experienced guys, and you've got the hungry guys. Yeah. Now, what a story it would be if by some way, some siege magic, they do make it to SI and they're in G2's group. <laughs> what a story. What a story that yeah, would be.
0: That would be, be unreal, beautiful. mate. Uh I mean I couldn't I couldn't think of a better storyline to, th- to be honest. Um but I'm gonna cut that one there um for AHP unless you have any other closing statement, lads. We'll move on to job seekers next, which I think is an, probably the second, maybe third and in the last of like ones that my eyes point to straight away. Sloth and Rolo being picked up and no one sauce being dropped for job seekers.
1: No carb
2: okay. or no car
1: Yeah, but say uh, it like that, that's a big cob of lost sloths. Yeah. Yeah. I'm heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sloth is one of the best, I think, people in the community. What a very yeah. talented player! And you're looking at the roster he's slipping into with job seekers,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and there's always see, that name you've got Nixon, right? Yeah. That, that IGL that is something that we talk about. You know, love him, hate him, whatever your opinion on Nixon is. Me and Gibson have a little bit of a soft spot for him. I think we can both agree on that one. Yeah, he's a very solid IGL. Mm-hmm. If his system's working and it's effective, and he has everyone kind of locked in, dialed into him, he's very effective on the live role. I think Sloth is going to fit in nicely to that. At least, hopefully, on paper, if he's there, he's picked up for a reason. And Rolo, I mean, uh, you know, Kenny, or one of our good mates, Kenny <laughs> has sung Rolo his praises during his little stint in the UK Rainbow Rumble for Ten Star, yeah. and uh, during that stint inside of UKN too. Uh, Rolo is a great support player. And I think that his time inside of 10-star and then his little trip to PG Nats has helped him kind of refine a little bit of the yeah. edges, get that maturity locked lockdown. And uh, with Nixon at the helm, there's a good chance there's uh, upset results, I think, available for job seekers. 100%. Are
2: the upsets, though, because they rolled CL groups the first day, the first sure. weekend. That they, is true. They were so good. And then... Rollo has had his ups and downs he looked great and you can too you uh NPL, little wobbly yeah had his time away I think this is his big chance but at the same time for a player like sloth now going do job that job seeker's roster and even to an extent nixon as well yeah if s i you know if they don't make it to close calls but they put in a really good performance through the opens you have to remember the actual transfer window opens just after yeah Mm -hmm. sloth yeah sloth is a player who's definitely still eyeing that tier one spot and nixon's a player that i think would want that chance he's never can you argue that he's had that chance Uh, he kind of did he kind of didn't but i think this is his last chance as well i think to put himself in that shop window so if it doesn't go well for job seekers expect the guys like sloth and nixon to really put on a good personal showing because they want to get back into tier one.
0: Yeah, I think as I think as well, like maybe not just for the players, but it's for the team to put themselves in the shop window mm-hmm. because I mean they are free agents, or they've got no representation, they're LFO. So I guess then I mean if they put in a, they'll be p- playing for that kind of representation, in whatever league that they end up playing in, whether they do go back to MPL again. Um, I don't know if Cole, does Coles have that spot. Um, I don't know, but uh, whether they do have that spot or not, then that's one again that potentially job seekers will be looking to do. Um, right. Well,
1: we've talked about that. Rebels. Anyone want to comment on that? I think. I think we can speed run rebels and ascend a little bit on this one. So, so again, we're basing this off Kangaroo Kenny, coach of ten stars, tweet talking about these. Yes. Movies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so that's how we're basing it, right? And he said, Croxon, thirty kills per map. That would be impressive. But what we saw him doing groups groups for Rebels was pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, The roster couldn't put things together in group stages, but he'll be entertaining. And I think for Ascend, we've seen uh, Azok's play reasonably yeah. well during the stint in Challenger League. And he's been dropped for Skies coming in, who, again, uh, maybe a-, a French League trench player. I- I've not seen him play personally, but Azok's had a good performance. And the fact he's now gone means that Skies is probably going to be stat for stat better so yeah. i'll be intrigued to see how that works out
0: yeah in general like all the all the the kind of stuff that kenny's highlighted um is all pretty interesting but it's again what happens in the server because AHP could go out in the first round you never know and it all depends on yeah. the bracket as well that gets set because um as we all know we have seen brackets being generated and those brackets have never been favorable for certain teams that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> We love, we love a little bit of uh, the major brackets. Uh, I m- not major, but I, I mean, I'm not even complaining about major brackets. It's more like <laughs> going back to CL and, and stuff like that. It's just... Oh, a little
1: bit of CL bracket. Yeah. Oh, a little bit of CL bracket for Manza.
0: Right. Anyway, well, we move on then and head on towards um, a review of what's been happening of uh, General and the R6 community. Well, the R6 community, the R6 um, General... Um, R6 general ecosystem, I guess. So, lads, what do you want to start off with? Major or EUCL? CL?
1: Ooh, we we're, we're a little bit hot off the tails of CL. So I, okay. think we've, I think what we'll do is actually invert and go back to the major. A little okay. bit of a major rewind. Okay, no. Talk a little bit about what we saw
0: there. No bother. So we'll start off with the groups then, and we'll oh. start... You, you know what? We were all sitting at home. I think I had a whip at DM, like 9 a.m. every morning about waking up for the major um even though <laughs> wake my up, is live. <laughs> wake
1: up up is playing right. I, think, I think i will scroll through and find it
0: <laughs> yeah right so we'll start off with E then sonics black dragons cyclops gaming and eminem any surprises here first off
1: Ooh. um I, really surprises i'm happy with how well sonic's done with that new roster coming in and i was kind of impressed with black dragons it's the first time that five has, has made it to international play yeah. Uh, so, I think they've they done a good job there. Unfortunately, Kai choke as always, and M&M <laughs> looks better again, but they just couldn't get key results. And ultimately, uh, Kai propped them back to Chalet and beat them there, and that knocked them out. So, a bit of a heartbreaker for Eminem. Gibson?
2: Yeah, yeah. M&M break my heart every single tier one event, S tier event. Uh, yeah. it's, it's an org that I, I have a lot of love for, and someday they'll not be playing at 10 a.m. <laughs> and they might actually get some results, but yeah, CAG through fumbled the bag multiple times uh,
1: <sighs> against M M&M as well, yeah, uh, and M&M they had like and a six-one. Dragons.
2: They oh, they could have easily me. they could have easily gotten out of that group, but Sonic's bringing in Geo after his time with TSM, where oh, there was yeah. a lot of question marks about you know how he would perform or how he had performed at TSM. I really like the project that Sonics are putting together right now and NAL is missing that dominant team. They haven't had it yeah. in a long time. Sonics are putting themselves in a good position to maybe be that really good NAL team.
1: But yeah.
2: Whippet's got strong feelings about NAL. And
1: <laughs> I, 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 I There's have... a lot of potential in NAL. I'm yeah. also...
2: There's a lot of inconsistency. There's, yeah. There's a lot of... Yeah. Like, look, at the, look at this year. You have DZ. They win a major and then go anonymous for the whole rest of the year.
1: Australia, TSM, TSM—they yeah. win, they win SI, and they become one of the the worst teams in NAL until <laughs> yeah. stage. Two. Yeah. I, mean, they, I mean, Merck was excited because they got one extra point between stage one and two. Like <laughs> TSM fell apart; they absolutely shit the bed. Astralis
2: as well—they had one major yeah. group appearance since SSG. So- like SS, me, it's
1: mid-station gaming.
2: <laughs> like, to me, NAL need a dominant team. Yeah. EU has their two, three big names, and then it's always kind of a toss-up as to who the next team's going to be. Yeah. NA doesn't, and Sonics, with the little project they're putting together, could be that team. And one gonna... thing I'll add about Sonics,
1: oh. quickly, is that we, of course, know it's now kind of a few weeks detached from the major. Hansen. Yeah. Uh, has been moved off an active role mm-hmm. yeah. on that roster. So that means, again, where are they going to draw this next player? Are they going to go with Youngblood again? Are they going to bring someone new, exciting? Are they going to try and bring someone else? Because Kansas has been part of that roster for a very, very long time. When that came E-united. in... united Yeah, like, that, that is ridiculous. He came in with that united wave, and that is... Yeah. That's a long, long time ago, you know. That, that's when we... That's when Alfama came back to um, our yeah, left yeah. NA. um. But I'm really kind of keep my eyes for for who replaces Canton because he was one of those big players. He didn't have one of his iconic clutch moments, but he's been there and thereabouts and always putting up numbers. So I'm not too sure if that was the wisest choice to to leave him or or move him off active after the Janssen major.
0: Yeah, I think as well, one thing to take away from, from Sonics, and I know everybody thinks of him as the bad guy and everybody has their opinions about him, but Super in that general manager role is doing an absolutely fucking amazing job. That's that's one thing you've yeah. got to say. Like Sonics in general, like um the the young blood that they've picked up, like I mean Super co-watches um CL every week and does like um is quite active in FPL from from what I remember. I don't know if he still is, um, because I see him having tantrums in it about FPL every week, but <laughs> um, <laughs> In general, he knows he knows who's coming through and he knows who's, who's the ones to look out for. I think he knows the space. org yeah. I Think
2: about the org it's a university org. like if you're yeah. a young player, they're a fantastic place to go because yeah. speaking to, to Joe, they have a big thing about allowing the players to educate themselves while they're playing. You're playing yeah. as part of a university team so you have options for third party education or third level education while you play in eSports. I don't see any reason why you should a call them the bad guys, or b, oh, yeah. or b not want to go there if you're a player because yeah they're an org that can offer you so much more than a lot more orgs globally. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think I mean you always you know with your with your kind of knowledge of the PUBG mm-hmm. scene yeah, how yeah. good that org is, but you hear about all the benefits that come up being with Sonics and and let's be fair, if you walked into Canton spot, uh, let's just take uh, your younger player. Let's say yeah. you've shown yourself in Challenger League and you walk in that roster. You've now got a guy who's, like, you know, his word is gospel for NA. You know, if Super backs you, the scene's going to get behind you. You've got an incredible support staff around you. You've got Goddess as your coach. You've got, again, me and Gibby spoke to Gio, you know, post-major a little bit. And, Mm -hmm. again, there's a very good atmosphere in that team. And I have a lot of high hopes, as Gibby said, that this could, and I realistically think it should, over time, become NA's, quote-unquote, super team. Yeah.
2: I agree. Oh, I see what. I see what
1: you did there. It's not. It's not a super team in the normal sense, though. You get me? Like, it's going to grow into a, a very strong team, but it's not going to do the G two effect of let's buy talented players and label it as it. I think they're growing talent.
2: Did you Did you make a point and not even realize you made a, a super it?
1: Like, oh my like god!
2: It's
0: <laughs> clicked. It's <He's> clicked. <laughs> His <laughs> See, do you know what that is Gibble? that's you that's you rubbing off on him that is oh, genuinely broke me. you box, <laughs> broke I, me
1: I get items. me out
0: <laughs> get me out right anyway moving on we'll get rid of group a and we'll now move on to group b where we have team liquid tsm oh. heroic
1: and sandbox what are we taking away from this one? Oh, this this group gave me hope for for liquid to win something they, they played perfect. One loss, 5-1 and one out of the groups, and they looked perfect. I mean, they were the best they've ever been. The Gooners has come out of this and has looked fantastic. Paul Lu was having an absolute monster group stage. Oh, it just hurts to talk positively after how that final went for them. And then TSM, I, I'm a fan of this. This is a nice redemption story for yeah. them. Uh, they made it all the way. Uh, and the Heroic are in um, fourth there. Maybe uh, Officer officer stayed quiet after that one result because, unfortunately, you know, um, he didn't get out. But I I think Heroic is going to go into a nice rebuild again. I like their attitude. They got here. They beat Rogue to be here. Yeah. well for that four seed of the UL sandbox. Um, Wow. We we were talking a lot about Super, um, a lot about NA uh, NA, and NA has a fun fun nickname for sandbox i'll not repeat it because i like the org but um <laughs> then didn't do APAC pack a lot of favors on the international stage in group B. i
0: don't think as you look is there's going to be a running theme i think for e pack as we start to get through the groups obviously it, it, it really does because it's always i feel as if like how they put it like it's the it's the blue eyed boy if you think like for the for uh, out of all the regions in terms of Everybody wants to see APAC do well, but like, yeah. when's the last? Well, I guess Dam won, but like, last time you properly seen a good run in the major. I well, think that was Dam one last year at Sweden, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was Dam one against Faze uh, in that semi. Yeah, it was the furthest yeah. they've made it. I mean, you talk about what international events they've competed at since then. So APAC have been every major. Obviously, they have their four teams that represent. Yeah. Um, they've rarely correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think they've actually made it out of groups this they, year.
2: They didn't drop a map. At SI. Was it
1: SI or the major that was best? Of three um, it was it was SI. So so that one didn't drop. Yeah. You're right, yeah, actually. So that one map. didn't drop a map, and then they lost pretty quickly in the playoffs.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I mean, uh, just, again, yeah. lovely benefit of having chat Lucy over. Apex being the region that everyone's been hyping up as the next, uh, for the next <laughs> event. Any day now. Any day, uh, it's, it's hard. It's hard because yeah. there's a lot going on in that region. They don't have the best of scrims because there's not the best teams and the, the latency network issues they yeah. face. That, again, you know, you talk about what they, they have to play competitive games on 80, 90, 100 ping. It's not the most ideal environment. And that's not going to garner the best of talent. And it's a huge scene. You know, we in kind of the, the European space, the American space, don't see how big, you know, teams are getting in Korea, in Japan, for example. Japanese Invitational was
2: huge oh, over there, crazy. absolutely
1: massive. Like, they had like popular VTubers in the, in the space, and um, <laughs> as a, like they're super popular in Japan. You know, a lot of hate them over here, but they got them out there. There's a lot of eyes on it, a lot of media attention in Japan about that Invitational. I'm, I'm... I think I really want to see something happen, and whether that's an injection of you know better talent coming in, but you can't because the language barrier is so difficult. It's yeah. not like EU and NA. And Brazil, to a degree, so it, it hurts myself just a little bit with APAC. I'm wondering, if... a superstar though. Yeah, Onagiri, Onagiri. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: is a superstar. Onagiri is an absolute superstar, and you know for a fact that yeah. he could play in any region globally and and still put up numbers like yeah. he does. He's just a very good player.
0: Mm. I, I remember, like, just to touch on on Whippet's point about the Japanese. I'm sure it was the D- Japanese regional league at the time, I, I don't know if it was last year or if it was two years ago, they had, like, a prize bill of 300k alone for that yeah. league, which is, mm-hmm. like, all the sponsors that they could garner. and that's a siege league, like, you go across every event that there's been, can you, do, like, like, with an event that's not an S-tier major, like, it's not an S-tier event, can you think of anything that's been 300k,
1: like, no. honestly? That's, so what they've earned, again, that 300k is more than first place for winning a major. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. there's all, I, I, again, it hurts that APAC can't perform when there's such a presence. And yeah. I really feel that if they can just get one team right, and as much as I joke, I, I I kind of shitpost about it, and I think everyone yeah. was the same one. CAG so yeah, might actually be that team. They're yes. making changes now. like They're actually making a roster change. If they show up to the way they play, I mean, the way they play in, in their regional matches, they might win something internationally. Look at their game from the last stage against Damwon Kia. Right? They made Damwon Kia look like Kind of just any team. Yeah. Uh, and the way they walked over them, if they can do that, and, and Dan Juan Kia, a team that we rate internationally, I've seen do well internationally with this same roster. Yeah. If Kai can walk over them in international style, Kai have that potential. And while it's funny to joke about the the Kai team for what they do and kind of the way they play, you know, there's a method to madness. Well. We might actually have a chance. So that's that's my hope that's my one hope yeah. for apac as a region
0: yeah i mean it's, uh, it's, like i know you're you saying that about like kag and stuff like also on top of that like to pull from it like we've seen that playstyle work with wild and how many times did that work you know what i mean especially in the gamers equals Pretty against much. eu like i'm just saying like everybody thinks and it's always been a big thing of like the perfect way to play siege right and i mean there is no perfect way to play siege anymore which is where kag yeah. are starting to thrive now i think
1: Oh, give me anything, Dad. I think, <laughs> I feel like I did K- a lot of talking when Kai. Well, I thought about Apat and KaG I kind of went for yeah. it, so I want to give me some airtime. The
2: Kag <laughs> style of play to me is fun. It's yeah. probably the funnest one, but it's not fun because you're going, "Gee, they're breaking this defense down so well." Now it's just, yeah. it's just like they get, you know, right? What's better? They're just throwing shit at a wall sometimes and seeing <laughs> what sticks, <laughs> and, it, and it does work. Yeah. But that's the thing, you spoke about Damwon. The Damwon style of play was one player winning one vxs all the time, whereas CAG win games as a team. So mm-hmm. I think they have something there, but my issue with them is sustainability. You know, it's yeah. a best it is a very best of one play style that they kind of play. And I feel like in a best of five, if they ever got to a final, a team's gonna beat them in mappool, a team's gonna beat them in the long yeah. run. But you know, I'd love from the premier wrong. I know Whippet and I think Demo both are massive gag fans. <laughs> but we're, we're getting away a little bit from the group.
0: Yeah, yeah. We so actually kind,
2: I kind of wanted to talk about this group a little bit. on, man. I think that if there's one thing to take from that group as a whole, you know, Whippet took, spoke about, you know, W7M, BDS. No, this is the wrong group. Wrong group, group, Gibby. B,
1: group B, group Gibby. B are, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, the old age the really is really get I so brought the wrong group up on screen.
1: Doctor, he's a He's a cast, not a producer. Yeah, no, that's my uh, excuse.
2: Obviously, Liquid's heartbreaks for them. Someday, maybe, but you feel like time's running out. I'm going to talk about heroic because <laughs> I think <laughs> if anybody has proven doubters wrong or earned their spot, Jim Jume did. Jim's performance yeah, yes. at the Major individually completely justified his spot in that roster. So, whatever question marks were around Jim. Don't have them anymore. He looks like he's that talent that was, you know, people spoke about when he joined the Delta Project roster way back with Fabian. Yeah. Doom for Heroic earned a spot, and I still think there's a long way to go for Heroic, but they've justified at least one of the picks that they've made.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I guess it's um, another big thing to pull from like the Doom pick. I mean, an improvement from for Heroic was actually attending the major. Um, and then if we go even further back, and we go back to Charlotte, and you want to talk about that in terms of the performance there, and and uh, what they actually did, I mean they only got seven points, so they got what two points extra. I guess it's an improvement. I, I, I don't know. It's small wins, I guess. But
1: enough
2: about. I don't about... think they made it out of the group if they had kept Gorgs and Sloth. Oof. Oh, that's a big statement.
1: I I actually no. agree. I agree. Yeah. I feel like a lot of what well, a lot of that was burnout. I think they actually mm-hmm. felt a little bit of fatigue. I mean, as much as. People joke about it, you know, they probably did have an excessive time schedule. Yeah. And I mean, there's a reason why Rogue, Rogue beefed with them because Rogue are a little bit alternative to that. They don't play as heavily, they don't lead into it. Uh, and I think we saw that. I mean, but Rogue didn't make it to, to, to the other thing. you know. Rogue got beat by Heroic, you know, the hangover in yeah. Berlin is just a little bit too strong. Uh, I think Heroic will slowly, slowly climb. I believe um, they're actually competing in the Ewell finals, actually. Yes, mm-hmm. they are. Yeah. You know, they made that top four at the end of the year, so again, they've had their peaks and valleys, but you've been playing for, for 12 months. That's not surprising. You know, They went to Charlotte. They look like a team that could be world leaders at Charlotte. It fell apart. They didn't make Berlin. They rebuilt stage two and three, yeah. and here they are. You know, Got grouped. Yeah, that's all well and good. It was close, though. Came down to the wire, came down to the last day. Just need to get themselves a few, I think, kind of find ways to get results in those was more difficult games, and then all of a sudden yeah. we have another powerhouse EU team. Right.
0: Moving on from Group B then, because we spent a lot of time on Group B. We'll go to Group C now. Um, W7M, BDS, Space Station, and Fury.
2: This group was tighter than I think anyone thought it was going to be, other yeah. than yeah. Fury. Yeah. The SSG, we spoke about them a little bit, cough all off the wagon. I thought they looked really good at times in groups. BDS went on <laughs> to win the whole thing. They came in second, and it was squeaky bum time at times yeah. for them. And it was group.
1: round difference, Scott. BDS, two yes. rounds got BDS through.
2: <laughs> exactly. So it came down to round difference. So, had Fury turned up in any way, shape, or form, our major winners might not have even made it out of the group. W7M madness. looked very good again. I think there's just something about these Bra- some Brazilian teams, though, that when they get into the groups, the best of three formats not really playing into their style of play right now. And yeah. I think, though, W7M, they're going to be there or thereabouts when you get to SI again. Their they're knockout showing wasn't as good as I think they actually are. BDS broke the duck. I think everyone's happy that, you know, they finally got over the line and won yeah. it. Let's not forget, though, in the last three, four months, they won Gamers 8, they won yeah. that Japan Invitational, and now they've won a major so, realistically, they're in that argument for the most successful team in Siege this year. Yeah,
1: I, I think they are. I, I yeah. think this is this is the best European team right now, and yeah. I think this is not the strongest BDS you're going to get. No.
2: Has, They've has, any brought teams, in like has any team won as much money uh, in a de- calendar de- 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 year?
1: <laughs> well, no, no definitely no. not.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, when you consider this whole year and you consider, you know, Penta, G2, all yeah. that stuff, the prize pool that BDS have won this year, those lads are loving it. Loving
1: Absolutely it. Loving life. I mean they they played really well. I mean they I think will not see the final form of BDS until like like halfway through. Like well the next major we might see them. They yeah. can tax us to get used to that team, you know. He's yeah. just in. You gotta think IGL, he joined. By the way. Yeah, he's called yelling. Yeah. His like his debut at tier one level siege and he wins a major. That might be more kind of commendable than Sports major i yeah. think just a little bit like Sports major was good but it was good but look like, if i came in a, a difficult role has to ideal an established team and i think bds will grow and grow and grow question is i had this though will it be the same five come post si because mm-hmm. i have my reservations that it won't be to makes a good comment it? there yeah. um uh, no other team internationally
0: has got three trophies in such a short time and uh, the same year. That is true, actually. Well, but if we have
2: talking major because like Ten Star have won just as many in such a <laughs> short period of time. But no, I think the one thing between Spite and EFact though, but is Spite's never seen the trenches.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, I actually no, no, yeah, no. Spite has will, no, no, no. Ben no. looks weekly cops. Ben looks weekly cops. Eyewitness trenches. But, with ECS.
2: Spoyt. ECS. Couldn't get out of the. Spoyt couldn't get ESE. out of because legally he couldn't. What a, <laughs> in fact, he was in the trenches yeah. in France. He two kills per round. Like, what? <laughs> what two kills per round and a whole Nats League season? Right, he was
1: he was literally the most insane player I think outside the Tier One circuit that year. Mm-hmm. Like undeniable what he done that that two KD over entire national. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. what? Like what? Like and that's not a Farmers League. Like French no. League's not a Farmers League. It's not like he's rolling into like yeah. you know Wills, insert Farmers League here. BDS. Like is there not <laughs> another French team in there? I mean, there was, um, well, they were 3-2-1s get at that. I think it was X Ascend, was it? Yeah, X Ascend, yeah, exactly. Or Ascend just now.
0: Um as they've been picked up again for CL. Um, but anyway, enough of Group C. Um, and we'll talk about BDS later when we get onto the playoff bracket um, and talk about that because I've got something to say about them. But moving on to Group D. Um, here we have Wolves, FaZe
1: Dire Wolves, and
0: Mirage. What are we thinking? Oh.
1: I'll, I'll go bottom to top here because realistically, we look at. I think Dire Wolves are one of the best performing, the best performing APAC team here. Uh, no, the Tigers Cag second best, right? They impressed me. They actually really impressed me. They yeah. put on a good show. I think they were a little bit better, lacked experience, which is why we didn't see them. I think get finish out a lot of results. Mirage. I mean, I think they, they were happy there. to be there. They were happy to be there. What a story <laughs> that is, though. I mean, you look at yeah. the last major of the year third stage of NAL they go from being you know right at the bottom you know fighting for scraps with beast coast and now they're made a major so there's a statement to say that there's work going in that the team's putting effort in and they're getting better or is that a statement of the NAL and, and how no one's consistent for more than what feels like two weeks <laughs> um Faze and Wolves anyone predicted them to make it through Wolves once again strong showing, really good in groups, really good in his best of ones, never in doubt, as Fresh as love to say, even the scariest of moments, and FaZe looked to be the normal dominant self, you know, they were, yeah. they showed up, played very good Siege, not a lot still out in these games, these were very much expected results in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, this I think, my mind.
0: I think in, in my mind, the most interesting thing is Wolves' topping in FaZe, I know it's only by one point, but it's still a big result anyway, um, and, I mean, arguably, you could say the Wolves BDS was a pseudo-final, I guess. Maybe Wolves could have yeah. went all the way. Don't know. Wolves are a Grips team.
2: Yeah. Wolves are a Grips team. Do you think? Historically, you look back at Wolves' results in groups historically, they look like war beaters all the time. I think the minute they finally do win a best of three in a knockouts run, they will go and, I think, perform really well. But they still need to get over that hump. Like, what? But can you remember the last time that Wolves roster won a knock a playoffs best of three? Right. No.
1: Um. They they it's... won quarterfinals in uh, Berlin. Did not. No. They went out in quarters no, there as well. No, no. In no. I, that. I mean, a lot of. I'll, I'll say though. Like, I think they're a team that's pretty comparable to W7M. Yeah. yeah. I
2: think.
1: I think they're 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 Europe's W7M, right? Europe, w, W7M top Brazil all the time. when they yeah. play Liquid and BR six, um, and. Just didn't come together for them once they get to the playoff stage. They're a best of one team. Once they get longevity, they'll be better. Like, look how good Mowgli is. Look how good this roster is. Yeah, there's a lot of potential. And again, we see them play? Um, I believe next weekend during EUL finals. And I yeah. think there's a good good argument to say they'll take it. They, they finished number one in EU. That is two back to back stages. They've been top. They've mm. looked outstanding in, in inside the region. And yeah, the question is once we once we get into this and the next international circuit with SI, if they can finally finally win a best of three online <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah no i mean i think i guess you can maybe com- draw a little bit of comparisons with wolves and bds in a sense that how bds before they've won this major used to always perform when it came to those best of threes question what are you thinking
1: mm. Let can go first
2: i just think that wolves need to win that first one uh bds yeah. it was never really a case of winning best of threes uh, it was bds historically will win the first round and then break your heart getting to the semis Uh, so to me there's a big difference but i'd still argue that kind of what what said on the european level wolves have been the most consistent team in europe all year yeah cool
0: right enough of that groups are done um and then we'll go into playoffs i don't know if you can really see that um on stream i imagine you can it's pretty easy to see even if you've got symbols um, I I tend I can't really read. I tend to go off well. Symbols. We will waffle about it. it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Right. First off, quarterfinals. Anything to take away from here? I think Sonic's TSM the most exciting game.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, the only one that took all three maps. Bye. Yeah. Hi. Bye. 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 I love it. I absolutely love that. I felt <laughs> like this was a real. I think, kind of, unveiling you know, of yeah. what Sonic's can do. A lot of people looked at this and went, okay, TSM, they're way more established, way more experienced. They'll beat the younger side. Yeah. And Sonics just didn't roll over. They fought them tooth and nail, and it was a really exciting game. But from start to finish, I think it was nice to see, I think, the newer side getting over the top. TSM slowed down in the yeah. map. And, I mean, I think I've got the maps up here. So it was villa theme club and, you know, Villa, a map that TSM can just win yeah. all the time. Yeah. Uh, and then theme and club, absolutely two maps that have that similar style of play. We talk, we maybe be talking a lot about um, on CL how, how theme and club are the same map, just seems a little bit harder. And Sonics absolutely looked dominant seven four seven two. That's how they closed out the series, best of three. Yeah, very well done from them.
0: I've always said that TSM are a best of three team, um, when it comes to it, because when you think towards, I think more a better example was like. Think of NEL when we were in the COVID season. Um, they always were at high, the highest of the order. Then we went into best of ones, and they were always... I don't think they were struggling, but I don't think they were, like, amazing... I think they always kind of started to bottle it. But as soon as you got into, like, your majors and you started to look at the best of threes, you looked at SI, when it was best of three groups, etc., they always looked so, so good and so, so confident. And I always thought, Do you know what, TSM was just a best of three team and, and some teams are just a bit more comfortable with it. But at the end of the day, it didn't come out. Um, but it was a good match, nonetheless. Yeah,
2: I think with all TSM... They just forgot their identity this year. Yeah. They won SI yeah. and then they forgot who they were. To yep. me, you keep talking about Sonic's TSM, but the matchup for the quarterfinals for me was Liquid-Phase. Liquid finally getting over Phase yeah. on an international stage. Mm-hmm. You cannot underestimate how much that meant to Liquid because yeah. Phase had had the best of them in all the way through the National Leagues, all the way through every other event they have played. That was a massive statement result for that region, having Liquid win that game and then do it again in the next round. Yeah. And to me, even though Saucy's team was maybe the better game on paper, Liquid Phase was the, the
1: standout result. I think storyline Liquid Phase was better. I think it was yeah. uh, it was mechanically less so, because mm-hmm. I mean, I've mean got the scoreline up ahead of me. So it was yeah. Villa, Club, Oregon, where the three maps selected for it. And we saw Team Liquid beat uh, Phase and Villa in overtime, 8-6. Very close mm-hmm. game. That was a really interesting one to watch. And we go to Clubhouse, and liquid hadn't shown clubhouse at all at that stage at all and they just beat them seven one like they were saving it and really they they saved that four phase and it was perfect yeah it was so good seven one dominance liquid i mean this is why a lot of people thought this was going to be the one for liquid they were so strong so so strong until, until the final hurdle yeah I mean,
0: uh, I guess when we wanted, I mean, is there anything you just want to say about Wolves BDS or W7M Black Dragons?
1: Uh, I mean, for Wolves BDS, for me, I was a little bit disappointed in Wolves. I yeah. don't think they, they came out swinging. It was seven four seven five. So I mean, eleven and twelve rounds of regulation needed for the second map, uh, but BDS locked in control. It was very much a, a routine. What the All hell? W7M Black Dragons. I think experience dwarfed them. I think mm. W7M's experience on and their aggression, their in-your-face style, the the way they play the game fundamentally was too much for Black Dragons. But Black Dragons' first lan with this roster, first time we've seen this this org in a number of years as well, so I wasn't too surprised at the other results realistically.
0: Sorry, just while you were speaking there, like obviously I'm on Wikipedia, like following the results as we talk about them and stuff
1: like that. What are we? What what wild result have? Just
0: no, happened. no, no, not that. I just. I, and I just started playing in my ears, and it was like, I'm every woman, you know, like, like that song. And I just, <laughs> and it was like full blast, and I just like shat myself. I was like, what the hell? Um, but I no, I totally agree well, with your sentiments on go, Gibble.
2: Yeah, well, in case you're interested, the the 86 roster are just about to walk over. They're 6 0 up on match point on attack on Villa. Against? Brag, Wisnia.
1: Yeah. Oh, who who is that? <laughs> who is yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be mean to any of the players, but I have no idea that roster. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's right. looking pretty good right now, actually.
2: Yeah. So yeah, that's they're looking. They're looking good. But no, I don't think we need semis. to talk. Yeah, semis. We don't, we don't. need to talk about the quarters anymore. Let's let's talk about the semis, care. Whoop it's actually. Whoop pushing us there already. Yeah. Semis, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Sonics. Sonics give BDS a scare in yes. that one. Yes. Yes once again i think geo's looking really good that sonic's roster i got the vibe that they were they're obviously they're disappointed losing the semi-final but when you looked at them there was no tears like oh no i can't believe we lost this is the last chance we're going to get it was it was very much right we got beaten ggs to bds let's go focus we got si to look at now I, I was impressed by the attitude from Sonics, and this was the point when I think I realised BDS were probably going to win the whole major yeah. on the back of that one against Sonics.
0: I thought, like, watching that game, um, like, Sonics looked like, I, I guess, like, the SSGs and the TSMs, like, when you now when you saw them play, they would just come, like, as a best of three, As like, they've won their match, or they won... I, Think
1: who was Border's pick? I think it was Uh, I believe Border was the map choice of. I'll pull up the video. They they
2: won each other's maps, if I'm not wrong. I think BDS
1: lost their pick,
2: Sonic's so Sonic's won BDS's pick, and then BDS won.
0: Yeah, like it was uh, Border was Border was a tough map, but I thought like generally when I watched it. I just thought like Sonics looked like that best of three team like the SSGs and the TSMs did. I mean, you think back to how good SSG were, and I know Whippet hates t- to talk about it, but they- that SI win like on best of threes were pretty pretty uh, it good.
2: Was a map advantage, Cairo. We yeah, I know, the but uh, right, so well, I'll, I'll,
1: they got to the fi- they did get to the final. I'll yeah. give SSG that, and they won a few maps in the best of yeah. best of four. Right, cool. Anyway. um... <laughs> 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 but but no, uh, actually one, one point before we think w7m liquid by the way yes what i love about this is this is the very first time in siege history that we saw a team get seven out seven out in a best of three at this level of competition and come back yeah w7m lose clubhouse so so liquid bring out their secret weapon again they get absolutely slammed on sky like it wasn't even fair what W7 m done to liquid i yeah. thought it was the, i thought that would break Nesk and Paulo. i thought emotionally they're done and they come back and win villa in overtime like that what that was a series that caught me by surprise just from that middle map just that 701 sky kind of scared me a little bit for liquid
0: i think as well like looking at the 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 second like the third map sorry like going in, like going into overtime on villa is such a tough, tough mental, like, fortitude you've got to have. On top of the fact that you've also just been 7-0'd, like, I mean, for both teams, like, I guess it's harder for W7M, but w like, Liquid coming back from that's unreal, man. And also to stay calm and Villa and overtime,
1: tough, tough. I think it it almost build, it almost build as this is the run. But unfortunately liquid ran in the bds in the final and europe doesn't lose in the majors in europe and <laughs> i i wanted i wanted brazil to win that i wanted liquid to win the grand final and oh.
2: liquid had two maps to do it they were three two they were through two yes yeah they were two yep. one up they only had to win one map out of cafe and sky but the issue is that game on theme park where they got completely outclassed on the first map yeah like to me that had be that if Liquid were going to win that, it had to be like a 3-0, yeah. 3-1. Yeah. Because the deeper you got into that map pool, the more it suited the BDS style of play. And I don't want to talk about this game too much because my heart still breaks at Palu. Oh, and, the sh- yeah. and the shoulders bouncing at the end. Like yeah. Um, I don't like seeing, you know, grown men cry. Because that- Palu's a grown man now. He's been in the scene a <laughs> yeah. long time. And yeah delighted for bds but my heart goes out for that liquid roster Aww. because there's yeah. nobody there's nobody in siege now that i think deserves a major or an si win than yeah, yeah, yeah. nesk and palu uh, so.
1: I,
0: yeah i agree like i see when i was watching that major like obviously we we're all sat together genuinely watching it i just sat there and thought to myself i was like i don't care who wins like i'm just enjoying this game
1: like yeah you know it was it was a, a win win. I think yeah. kind of, if you look at it right, so BDS win the first major, finally get that that title. If they could have won, you finally see Nesk and Paulio win it. And I mean, give me I don't like seeing these people cry, but it shows yeah. how much it means to them. We said hello to them at the end of the day, yeah. and it was we mean give me it's like walking into a wake. You know, it yeah. was it was. You know, I- I've spoken to to teams and players after losses. I mean, we spoke to Astralis after Charlotte, and they were happy. They were upbeat. They were just happy to have You're been in the final. You're, yeah. That yeah. Guy, You're that guy. You're that guy, Charlotte. You're like, me and Gibby had a had a drunken adventure with Astralis. I think. <laughs> well, I-, I did at least. I don't know. Gibby was being w- responsible, yeah. making sure I didn't uh, venture <laughs> too far into Yardi's party. Um, oh my god. But, um, but it was kind of. You could feel how much it meant to them. you know. BDS yeah. were happy, but I think that, that that the happiness that BDS felt, the sadness of Liquid was, was above that because it, it, it hurt them. And I really hope there's one more run. I yeah. hope there's yeah. SI. They've got fans. It's in North America, so it's not acro- yeah. across Europe. There'll be Brazilians there. There'll be passion. There'll be hope. There'll be energy for them. Yeah. If there was a non-European team, I wanted to win. Yeah. And a non-CAG team as well. It, it would be Liquid. <laughs> I, I want, yeah. I want Liquid to lift a hammer. I want that to be the moment Paul who can say everything yeah. he sacrificed. You know, he played an SI when he was over in I believe, in Paris. Yeah. His father passed away. You know, he he played yeah. through that and out put out numbers. And there's just a point of which where you go, they've paid their they've paid their dues. It, it's time yeah. for them to win something. And I think mm. it should come. Yes. I hope it comes
2: nesk missed the birth of a child as well yeah if i'm if i'm not he's wrong they've given, given
1: everything have given everything yeah, but, to this game you
2: know you talk about them though there's a narrative of the bds where the bad like the bad guys are siege for the last year you know they don't you know they don't talk a lot whenever they do interviews but yeah Brede broke down man he was in yeah. tears as well ah, he yeah, was man. the f- he was the front of the queue to consolidate palu like, yeah I, I love Brede and the fact that he was the first one over at that BDS side yeah. to go and hug the Liquid guys because he knew every bit as much as it meant for him to win. Yeah. It was the same reverse for the other guys to lose and Brede was the first one over to consolidate Liquid. And there was, I think there was a beautiful photo taken
1: yeah. of yeah. the, the embrace. And yeah.
2: you know, men are only allowed to cry when something happens, a dog in a film. <laughs> <laughs> or when, when, when they win or lose a football match or an esports game of that magnitude, so they yeah. were allowed. We gave them the pass, and, and uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I think as well, like, I, I think with the way, like, unfortunately, with the way the crowd ended up, um, we did get a good enough atmosphere, but like, obviously, it was a lot more, I guess, not intense. Don't want to use the more, the more the more intense, I would say a lot more, like, how do you put it, like, the gap between like, your, your personalities in the scene, like, your casters and whatnot, uh, and, like, the, the general community and, and crowd was a lot closer. Um, and, like, we went outside for a, a smoke... Um, and, like, Alems was out there and he was just chatting away to us and it was, like, Bridget, like, and he was, like, so thankful for the support that, like, he got and the BDS got, and, like, I've never seen, like, BDS as emotional as that before, like, when they've lost, I don't think I've seen them cry, like, and stuff like that, and, like, obviously to get to that point, it must have been so emotional for them, man, like, actually getting the monkey off their back and and actually winning a major trophy in front of a crowd that is, like, not, like, I I guess Gamers 8 would have been good for them, but, like, like to actually win a major would have been, like, a whole nother feeling.
1: Yeah, Gamers 8 for them is, like, oh, it's great. It's, it's yeah. You know, their, their wallets are very happy afterwards, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, it was a ridiculous prize pool, right? Yeah. I mean, we, there's no point, like, kind of hiding from that, su- like, subject of it. Yeah. And they would have known, right? Okay, we've got a, a side that can win. And, and they were tested. I mean, that a lot of people look at that and go, like, oh, like, they beat Falcons in, in a best of five a t- nearly beat them Falcons yeah, I beat TSM. I, I believe I believe an 8 over 6 on 9 anchelon I oh man yeah. if we see Mena of uh, a bigger stage yes th- get ready for Falcons if, if there is a route for a Mena team to make a major next yes. year right get ready for Falcons to probably make a final right that is an insane little team And the fact is, they don't get the same quality of scrims because of their ping. They just have to play realistically in that mana region. And there's not a lot of teams out in Saudi, UAE, Qatar uh, that, that, that play to a high level and they've done that. But how, um, how have I managed to get the Shilling Falcons after They, played with, coach,
2: they played with a coach and they <laughs> made it to the final. That's <laughs> true.
1: Forget that. They played with a coach. Though we don't
2: know if he was a coach and no. we told he was a coach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they said he's a coach. I right? like, oh, yeah, believe it. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly, like um, I... I it's, it's like you're getting told, like, ah, Pojo is playing, and then Pojo drops like 40 kills in the, in the <laughs> yeah. best of three. You're like, okay, Pojo, is that really you? <laughs> oh, man,
0: Bolo's playing on two PCs, right? Um, hey, <laughs> <laughs> right. well, lads, it's time to talk about your work. Um, well, time to oh, talk about oh. CL. Um, I know you've just left Paris. Um, oh. You are you are really gutted. You weren't on a flight this morning, weren't you? What was it today or was it yesterday you were meant to be on a flight?
1: No, no, I mean, I've been on too many flights. I mean, a little bit of a view into it. Since, since we, me and Gibby worked Gamers 8, far for September, I've been away basically every weekend. Uh, so just racking up air miles as fresh as taught me. Yeah. Um, but no, like, uh, me and Gibby were just back from Paris. We just yeah. don't see what an experience that was to to be in the studio. Yeah. I'll speak for myself. I'll give Gibby probably say it as well. But yeah. to we we watch that place week in week out. We watch we watch A We watch UL. Yeah, see it being in the space where you know we're on the desk and the cast. So like I'm still refresh or Fabian stud during the stages yeah. or Anne or demo Ollie. You know I'm sat in the same chair that Emmy and, and Dez sat when I casted, and you see all these things and. Uh, it was very surreal being there. Uh, yeah, I, I found at least, especially. How did you find it, yeah. Kebble?
2: Ah, uh, well, uh, sitting in Ace's chair, um, <laughs> <laughs> caused caused my hairline to recede an inch. So Ace, I feel you. I hundred percent know it's 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 definitely that seat's problem. But not... It, it's a very different vibe working in a yeah. studio like that like there there's a presence i think for the first day the first day yeah. you're kind of there you get a little bit of maybe imposter syndrome where it's yeah. like hey i've been doing this a year now i'm in the actual ubisoft <laughs> studios yeah. in paris what is going on but being out there with the the production guys by the way um i want to give a massive shout out to them uh, bertrand and bernard and
0: bruno. All, the guys,
2: bruno all those guys sebastian shriekel did a fantastic job they did a very good job of just making a good working environment yeah and it helped and then obviously having a relationship with ollie from working an event with him before helped the, the vibes yeah. were good i think mm-hmm. shout out to jenny as well for uh, first <laughs> yeah, big siege job. event
0: yeah
2: did a great job uh but honestly it so to me working an event like that only makes you more hungry uh, Yeah. Um, Because I know for Whippet, it's different. Uh, Whippet is full-time esports. I'm not. I still have a day job. And just getting that feeling of being so close. Yeah. uh, And I don't want it to just finish there. What but it's bullying me to leave my job every day. <laughs> Honestly,
1: mate, sell the car, sell the house, sell the fiance. Like, <laughs> just, just make it work. Make <laughs> it
2: work.
1: Oh, but, oh man.
2: No, it's it, it's good to be out there, and yeah. the fact that you're living in a different country, you're not yeah. worried about rent because you're put up in a hotel. Yeah, and it's just it's just a very nice lifestyle, and is it like- I
0: genuinely? Is it like living a second life in a way, like because you're like you're just away from everything, and it's like you're living your esports life? If I get as I guess, the
2: first the first time wasn't because yeah. we had our laptops and our Discord calls, yeah. and I know Whippet and I would have been in in chats most nights. But yeah. the second trip, when it was just like four intense days, felt very different. Yeah. And yeah. Obviously, there was the disappointment of maybe not getting. That unlimited game, but we got yeah. to cast ten star, yes. winning an absolute blinder. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's honestly, I know that you hear the guys complain the odd time about all the flights at tier one. Yeah, but man, they're living the dream. That, like yeah. that yeah. is the
1: dream. It's uh, it, it's a lifestyle that I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I could get used to. I mean, I, I'm <laughs> like double. I'm like double Gibby's flights this year. Like, yeah. no, so.
2: since since we went in August though. I've had 20 flights and I think you've had 22, like 24. There's <laughs> been a, a lot of air miles since August. <laughs> we,
1: we've, done a fair bit, we've done a fair bit of flying, actually.
0: Yeah, holy. It's, you yeah. supposed to be able to get your pilot lessons right. done at that point? Honestly. Well, I'm honestly, not that
1: Tory. I don't have a runway in my driveway, <laughs> there, so it's Like,
2: Get a GoPro and go to an airport. And in particular, go to Baggage Claim and just record. <laughs> that people, people forgets manners, how the world works, uh, common sense, and words whenever they get the baggage claim.
1: When we are in baggage claim, Gibby will attest. Right, you've never seen, you've never yeah. got the baggage claim yeah, with yeah, me, Gibby. Yeah, yeah. I become like feral. I am, <laughs> I am actually abusing NPCs. I am like this man. I was stood beside a guy in Terminal One baggage claim in Dublin yeah. Airport, which if you know. You know, this it's, not, it's, this it's not... Bad. It's is bad. This is this guy. This <laughs> man! So, I'm still... I'm Walks. Cuts in front of me to try and get his bike, which isn't there yet. And yeah. I go, man man sometimes the manners of the manners is lost on oh, people in fact i've never seen the side eye in the oh, no, more <laughs> like bro you're an actual NPC.
0: <laughs> oh mate well see this is the one thing like i always there's, always there's like a bit of a joke about it but like genuinely see being scottish at an airport where like foreign <laughs> people they get so scared it's like you see <laughs> them like try to cut in or whatever and like it's just like Oh, what you doing? And they just shit themselves. It's like, like, they don't know how to react. It's like, what's this? well, mate, honestly, like, uh, you, you'll very rarely hear me use it, but, like, when it happens, I'm like, fuck off. So, but anyway, <laughs> anyway. Anyway Challenger League what, Challenger League you really failed Yeah exactly sorry that was me that, was, that was no that was the that was a toned down version like you know how True. I've heard I've heard I have heard the not safe <laughs> for broadcast version of that <laughs> right, right. <Anyway>. Uh, upper <laughs> <bracket>. <laughs> yeah upper bracket Woo! challenger league um we're here we're finally here um looking at it already what's the first thoughts that come to your head?
1: the 10-star. That is the first game that I look at, and that goes, oh my, oh my goodness. 10-star nearly fumbled the absolute bag. Yes. We got a rematch of that in the grand final, of course. Can't wait for that one next week. But uh, that was a very impressive run from Unlimited. I think that set the tone to how good they were going to be. And I think was a little bit of the kick up the arse 10-star needed yes. to wake up, because from that moment, they have looked absolutely brilliant uh, and yeah. it that was the, again tensor don't do things clean they never do things clean they never <laughs> yeah. win seven zero they always make it a little bit difficult I think that was the kick up the arse Jags woke up Jags saved the team yeah. I think everyone can say Jags Jags pulled them out of drowning water and uh, they they won they got it done sent on the down rot run from them
0: yeah by the way I'm gonna show Lord bracket it's just because I couldn't yeah. like when I showed you screenshots be yeah like, awful man right anyway um, Gibble. Yeah, uh,
2: I agree with Whippet. Don't limit 10-star. You do? Mind, Wake up. Never mind Jegs being, like, dragging them out of drowning water. Jegs resuscitated them after their heartbeat had stopped <laughs> for 20 minutes. Yeah. That's how good he was. But it was also a sad one because it was the only real what could have been we saw from that wild roster. You know, yeah. where Corey was inside the five... Yeah, that was the last time I we, we really saw the strongest wild five, in my opinion, and it all went downhill for from there. From them, and then obviously, you had re host gate with makers J Links. <laughs> oh man, yeah, and I Robin have, and I, had I a have, pl- oh, we right. had the pleasure of filling for two hours for that two game. hours.
1: Not like that is mm. our record for, for most fill, not the mm. most impressive one. We've got an even more impressive one. <laughs> uh, down or about. But that is <clears throat> all right, you know what? I- I've held it in. I've go held on, it in go on, let it out. long let enough. It out. That, right. I Gibby, everyone who knows me knows from the moment I saw the group stage results, I went makers of frauds. I went, they are an absolute <laughs> fraud team. They are on fraud watch and this proved it to me, right? Yeah. But j wobbled around for like all of the map, like both maps, right? They had to play, they had to play like two, three rounds. With four players, because Turco disconnected, and they still nearly beat them, right? <laughs> makers, absolute in shambles. They are the fraud team. I will die on that hill. I mean, they're out. Wait for yeah. my cheerio. Dumb sent them home, and I was not <laughs> surprised about that one. I'm surprised it took so long for Makers to go home, really.
0: Yeah. To be honest, do you know what? Another th- oh. Mon- Mon- Get that away! Get
2: that
1: what away! Is what is it? Oh, is I can't see say it,
0: it. says Monty. People,
1: Monty. There,
2: there's, there's a team
0: cowering <laughs> in fear. There's a team cowering in fear here. Gibble, we're losing views by the second. But
2: Monty, why? That's Jay, Lings, Monty. Oh my. Wow. Jay Ling's had the chance to make a great run in CL. They did. They looked so good in that match, and then everything fell apart. And Makers played the bad version of Wild in the semis. Yes. Uh, they got humbled by Makers, and then the second best team in CL, or best depending on who you speak to, knocked yeah. them out of the lower bracket. It, mm-hmm. Makers got a England-style run to that, that upper bracket final. <laughs> yeah,
1: I I think you put Makers in a different one. If you you run Makers in the 10-star, even in that upper in the quarters, I think they would have went home, and we would have been looking at that going, what a surprise, a team that needs 5,000 documents of prep work, and and eight million re hosts, you know, that they couldn't beat a team on their day. Yeah. I, I, I love the guys. I, I love that team. I love a lot of the people. I S- just I don't like. They made a... the core of awesome. and, and the guys have come in, like, sorry, Dora have come you in know. and been brilliant, right? They've been a really good team, but they're not as good as they had outstanding results in groups because they hadn't played in like months. They yeah. had months to prep and work in shadows. They just didn't show anything, bar for who they selected to be their scrim partners. And then oh they beat 10 star on bank 7-1 crazy. Guess it guess he won in the rematch in the best of three. What a shock it was 10 Wow, crazy. On bank. Yonka, well done. That plant was pretty insane Oh, that was unreal.
0: That was unreal. And a demo's demo's like loss of <laughs> mental was unreal as well. Uh that was enjoyable content. A game that I think like has flown under the radar a little bit was one that used to cast it. Ascend Death Row. Yeah, I thought that was one of the... That was also, like, a top... To be honest, very few games were bad
1: in this whole CL, I think, honestly, when you look uh, back I've, at it. What we had was a lot of really good technical games. Yeah. And it was very difficult. You know, At the end of it, we're all... Like, all of us in the studio trying to decide, you know, what are the big plays, what are the big moments? And it's very mm-hmm. difficult to discern because there's not a lot happened technically. There was no big yeah. clutches, bar for Jags. There was no big super explosive moments. Mm -hmm. But you're right, Death Row Ascend, that was a a matchup where the two French sides faced each other off. It was a 2-1. Needed on all three maps. And they had just played each other at Paris Games Week. While no coaches were involved, except it wasn't Mm -hmm. the main rosters, they've been battling it head-to-head for a while. And I think it was a good showing that Ascend, without Likifak, with Deadshot activated, with the new rostered players coming in, they are just as good. The problem was just Death Row couldn't nail it all together. But that was actually... I mean, you're right. That's a bit of a sleeper of a game, it Just It was so far back in the bracket, I almost forgot it happened. <laughs> I
2: think, that, was it the second or third map they shut down Swaz and Shukri and yeah. didn't yeah. let them to go? And Death yeah. Row, I'm a massive stan of those two. You know, Whip and yeah, yeah. went on and on and on about Swaz and Shukri. Ascend found a way to shut them down, and you can't... Like, if you shut those two down... Yeah. And... You can't expect Frenchie to clutch up every single one of the 1vx's then at the end of the round. And he got a brilliant one. The very first round of CL was a Frenchie 1v3 clutch, which, by the way, was a throw by his end. (laughs) Massive Massive trollage. It was still trolled, but Frenchie had to win it. I I like Death Row, and I think that they're not far off being a very, you know, they're a good team, but they're not far off being a very good team.
0: I think, like, okay. just from, I know our discussions, but the one thing I look forward to every single year is C- um, CL, because it's, like, the build-up of the year all to, the, like, the final. And I think, especially, I always think of that final, with, or that semi-final with Gamma and m M&M, m where it was l- one literally at the defuse. On you go? He's you look like, forward to... I'm just, sorry, just sorry, look,
1: like, uh, I just did something. Wilder's You look forward to EU CL Cairo.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't watch NECL. I can't. Why would you? Why yeah, would you? I'm not staying up late. I did. I did one season or one year of staying up late for NEL and that was the SSG. Um, what was it? SSG. <laughs> Dart Zero uh, TSM and. Uh, OXG lockout for the year. That was probably some of the I, best. I remember
1: we used to, we actually all done that. I remember yeah. that. We, it was every Wednesday and we called it, we renamed Wednesday the Bingus Day. Yeah, exactly. And we used to always drink and stuff like that as well. But that was <laughs> no, like, Us never.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but like that was on, like that was unreal. But like EUCL. Every single year is, like, a highlight event. Like, I I would say it's up there for for me in terms of hype as, like, SI. Like, I look so forward to it at the end of the year because it's, like, it rounds off the the year nice. And it also sets up the next year in terms of promotion and and, and stuff like that. So, that's my takeaway. Anyway... Do you want to talk any more about Upper Bracket? Can we move to Lower uh,
1: Bracket? I mean, lower uh, uh, Upper Bracket, what I'll say is Upper Bracket to me just reads as kind of the predictable results. Yeah. Makers 10-star, like, talk about how good that was. Lower Bracket? I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll take your hoax show for you. Oh my god, Don Limited's little run. Oh, is, mate, this so this so so oh so my god!
2: This is where Demo... Demo had Don Limited as the worst team in Seattle <laughs> on <along> the <laughs> Land Party Hotel. I love Demo. <laughs> But when he looked at me and Whippet on the first day in the studio and was like, "These guys are frauds and they're not good," <laughs> Whippet and like, I looked at each other because we saw them in grips. Yeah, like we were like, "Yeah, we were like, bro, we were like, bro, <laughs> what are these dudes doing?" <laughs> Just because a team didn't play a Nats League doesn't and doesn't play in that MPL circle doesn't mean yeah. they're not good. And I mean, Unlimited's. What and, and, they, and they called they called Tenstar a bad team in that last interview, by the oh. way. Bad team, lol. <sighs>
1: like, Kenny had fun with that one on Twitter afterwards. Yeah. Um
2: <laughs> everyone else on Don Lemon <laughs> went, Oh, what oh, oh, what <laughs> <are> we
1: done. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rorik is is such a little personality though, right? Because if you watch the, the interviews, right, he doesn't talk. He's so reserved. I mean yeah. language barrier thing speaking to Ginny, of course. Um but he's just like, yeah, we we, we play. I'm You're annoyed to be What? You happy you won? What do you mean? Are
2: you happy? You won? No. Is oh, right. oh, yes. no, no. Oh, oh yes. Oh no, yes. No, no, we're not
1: happy we won. I mean, that's the thing though. They were so. I think they came in with super conference, high expectations. Yeah. The fact they were in the lower bracket annoyed them. The fact they lost the tense start annoyed them. And well, the game for them that I look at is the the, the makers game. What a yeah. sh- like a lot of people, community wise, looked at that one. 90% social vote for Makers yeah. to win it. 90% on the Chalet game. And Don go, We're going to absolutely smash Makers. It went yeah. overtime. Yeah, that's very good. And you lost second map of Bank, which was Makers' strong map. You know, we knew that yeah. was Makers' map coming into it. And then you go to Clubhouse and Don Livery go, We are going to absolutely smash you. And they smashed them 7 4. They did not give Makers a way in. And they were the little team that could no regional. That's a go for stack. That yeah. is a go-for stack from go-for scrims to the final of CL against 10-star. And they have a chance to win it. Like, we look at this. They're not going to be... It's not a shoo-in for 10-star to yeah. win this, you know? NPR yeah. bias wants it. I'm Kenny's mate. I want it. But, yeah limited. What a run that would be.
0: I think, like, as well, also the break... What is it? We're back on... Is it the 14th you guys are back? Is it... No, it's uh, not 14th. The,
2: it's, it's the six. It's next weekend. So, next this weekend... weekend this weekend yeah, yeah, yeah. is the open quals, so those two teams will be playing on Sunday. Yeah. And there's a very real chance those two teams could be playing against each other for a spot in the closed quals. So... Wait, well, no, 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 Both
1: no. final teams get injected into the yeah. quals, I believe. They get injected no, in yes. no. closed. Is it no. only one?
2: None. I spoke to... Uh, basically, in the bracket, they got to buy to Sunday. So they oh. go into, the, Whoa, they go into no. the final day of opens. So there's a very good chance they could play each other on Sunday and then play each other again next weekend. (laughs) I'd love to see
1: both these teams make deep runs and SI calls. I cannot wait to see them face each other next weekend. Yeah. But, like, I I know we kind of breezed over some of the results in the lower bracket there. A lot of these games were kind of to the quote-unquote script. Yeah. Um, LAN Party had a really good fight against J-Links. That was, you know, to me, that was like, okay, J-Links showed that they had a Sen hunt baby. What... Like insane, like insane. I mean, really shows there's a lot of prospect in v4. Yeah, ascend played like really good against J as well. I, I predicted this result coming into it mm-hmm. as much as I wanted Jennings to make a run, as much as I wanted that Maker's Revenge story. Yeah. I knew ascend were going to be too much for it. And unlimited wilds, the biggest point of that to take out is wild without Corey, wild out yeah. of shape. I, I were they looked lethargic, looked they hadn't really been. They didn't look like themselves, and they played into, I think, the clubhouse game they played, which yeah. is Unlimited's best map, by the way. Yeah. Uh, they played that, and they didn't mix up how they played from their, their matchup against Makers. They played the exact same strats, and Unlimited absolutely dismantled them.
2: Now, yeah. what if Wilder playing 4 chess though? What if they realized the benefits of making this final of CL? Already won a bag full of money this year already. And decided, you know what? We're go- we're gonna scrap off. We're not gonna do any prep. We're not gonna do any scrims for CL, and we're mm-hmm. gonna practice on te- on test server for the new season. For these SI open calls that are rolling on right now. Mm. And get I, wouldn't on new roster. I-, I wouldn't
1: be shocked. I wouldn't be. I mean, for Wild, right? You look at this. Like, I- I'll say, right? It wasn't really like massively, like it wasn't speculative. Where Hungry was going, I yeah, a um, lot of people, a lot of people realized there was a lot of whispers, yeah. We, so that was done, right? And he just didn't play until this stage of it, and and you know, notice in fact, you know, There's he went from two
2: up against Alpha now as well on
1: and, uh, on skyscraper, isn't it? Yeah, skyscraper game, yeah. Um, you know, wild, were, wild is an intelligent team uh, yeah. organization behind them, right? And you know, you might say we're biased, right? Me and Gibby have a lot of time for this org, you know, we yeah. know the owners and stuff like that but they're a very intelligent organization and they would have probably went, you know, what's the benefit? Like, would they have weighed up the pros and cons of it? They had a new player coming in. They would have put a lot of effort into getting hungry up to, up to scratch for these because yeah, while it's good to win Challenger League and, you know, of course, there's that international advantage. They would have been put to Sunday in these calls. Get your guy up to form a little bit quicker. Play with your existing roster as so Yeah, and try and make uh, make SI because if they make SI from these open runs, like that is huge for them. Yeah. and You wouldn't even be surprised seeing them compete against like the likes of g2 ssg and such But well, we've already seen them I guess yeah they've
2: three proven tier one players on the roster now yeah three mm-hmm. and they've got the biggest up-and-comer now but in caneo in his role there's no other player that plays his role that i think is next man up as much as him and then gisela's the clutch king like yeah i i don't like <laughs> anyone who watched that wild performance in cl against makers and the wild performance against unlimited they're they're just we could be completely wrong we'll be talking out of our asses here you know this couldn't (laughs) be what went through their minds at all but the spark wasn't there and from what i've seen today already like i know they're playing team alpha now who were very good you know they made gsa finals they're sweeping them like this is looking like the proper wild again
0: I guess, but at the same time, like I still think like Ten Star and Unlimited have such a better advantage coming in towards Sunday. Like you're gonna have mm-hmm. like three days of people seeing that these these strats that you've got up your sleeve and then Ten Star, like they're gonna waltz in on Sunday. Whether to that's their benefit or detriment, that's another thing. But like you've also got to think like I guess I, I guess we'll see. It's like one of those ones where realistically the f- what does the final of CL matter now? Like well, it matters for international advantage. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess. But I'm just posing the question as an outside, as an outside perspective, playing the devil's advocate. If you are ten star in this situation, you are now in on Sunday. Do you prioritise Sunday or do you prioritise next Sunday?
2: Right, Carol. I want you to think about this from okay. the new season standpoint. Okay. This new season is completely different than last with the way the game plays. Okay, yes. hands, star, and Dunlimited could not scrim the new season the way they wanted to on the test servers. They had the scrim on the old servers to get uh-huh. ready for CL finals. True. Right? Yes. And then you're talking about you know Wild and maybe they're at a disadvantage. Right. If you give Wild a couple of days head start and you get your analyst, so you put on your analyst cap, Okay. You can say, right, go go watch Wilde play their best form and yeah, write me okay, up a yeah. plan to beat them. They're yeah. gonna go. You know, how do you plan to play against Wilde? Because you don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah. I think that Ten Star and Dunlimited are are at a disadvantage, but I think that they're good enough teams that they'll get away with it.
0: Yep. Yeah. Cool. I agree. Um right, so one last thing before we go, and then we're gonna to quickly touch on Nordics because as the three of us are more used to I'm um, from the region but used to You wanna around. talk
2: about your job. You're like you I'm not we you. You talk about I we don't have a
0: job. job. I don't have a job, mate. I don't have a job, I don't know what you're talking about.
2: So, wh- wh- Whippa telling me that you got a job. Like, eyes emoji. Uh,
0: eyes emoji. Eyes emoji. I would never do not such you that. You not story.
2: in full time employment now, Cairo? Ah, I'm in right full time employment.
0: I'm in full time employment. Yes, thank well, there you. There you go. Let's go, uh, let's go Cairo. Uh, let's oh, there go. we go. A I, I, for Cairo. Anyway, quickly. I, I don't think people are going to be able even to see those players' names. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> I, I can't. Mate. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when your eyes don't work, yeah. mate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> honestly right we'll quickly touch on nordics because i think it's good to talk about the nat scene um and stuff that's going on uh and the, well, the nordics region um to be honest because i don't think nordics gets a lot of well i'm not saying it doesn't get a lot of love but i feel as if it could get more love that's more my point of view with this so we're going to quickly talk about the first two talk about the teams, and talk about everything, and then we can wrap up for the day. So anyway, going on straight in towards Nordics. Any first thoughts, as always, and um, we can go from there.
2: Hackerpals. Loved... <laughs> you, you love Hackerpals. I knew you were going to say you love
1: them. Ara, Ara, Ara's team. Yeah, Ara, Ara. ARA. Very good side I, from the Nordics. Um, we, I, I trust the coach. I trust the process in, in Haka Pels. <laughs> they, they won last play day as yeah, well. it's true. Were very yes. Strong. Yep. Hundred percent. Um, I'm going to go with you,
0: Gable.
2: I, I like Ragnar on Nordic Project. Yes. I, I, I love Haka Pels because obviously we're friends <laughs> with the players. Yeah. But Project Ragnar, look at the roster: Katar, Kilias, Pango, Stuvis, and Pogo. Yeah. Lots of tier three experience. Really good side. Pango to me's. One of the most underrated players in seed should never have been dropped from Team Alpha. Yes. Um, and then, obviously, Nordic Project Heavy. Yeah. Heavy. Hey, man. Hebe. finally,
1: did they win? Did they win their game recently? Nordic Project. I mean... They are on four
0: points. So they've got an overtime loss and a win.
1: Let's go, Heavy! Mate, see,
0: see, to be honest I'm just happy to see Hebe finally playing in like T3 because like we've seen like I know this is throwing it back to T4 like Steno and the likes getting a shot but we've never seen Hebe get his shot finally he's now in T3 like and now we get to see him actually play so that that's like what I'm most excited for when it comes to that mm-hmm. um, but anyway is that so I'm, if I was to push you for a winner of Nordics who would you just go for?
2: Ragnar, I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'd say I think Ragnar should also win it with experience. Nordic is good. Nordic have that potential as well. I'll say my outside look, is, while they like, might go fairism is Hackapels. I, I do think there's a lot of talent there. Yeah. Just do they put it together? They, they've there's a lot going on. But I think this is actually, yeah. there's a lot of talent in Nordics right now. I mean, yeah. They're also vying for a spot uh, promotion at MPL, which is yes. a very like you got to think MPL gives you two challenger League spots. Yes. At least at least. It, i don't know if anything changes we find out in bondi uh, that is true yes, i was actually, I, actually want, I wanted yeah. to, to segue into that a little bit yeah. so i'll finish my little oh, sorry, piece here sorry
2: damn sorry
1: think, oh, okay i'll do it now right i, I think right <laughs> normal win right normal win thing but, yeah as before we kind of leave up anything obviously everyone watching this listening whatever love siege yeah the 12th of the 12th of december it is the 12th yes i'm mean, yes. not 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 tripping mm-hmm. it's gonna be 12th. yes it's the yeah. 12th Monday. We get the announcement for the new ecosystem coming yes. in the Siege. And, and while, like, obviously, I'll be on me and gives know a little bit about what's going on because we were in the studio, we saw some stuff. Some,
2: somebody may have left Sheets out <laughs> in the open. Someone <laughs> left, someone may have
1: left important, but, but right, it is a very exciting time for Siege. Yes. I really implore a lot of people to look at this and. Look at a broad perspective coming into this because 2023 is going to be massive for Siege. Yeah. We've got SI back for the very first time with fans since the pandemic, and we've got a massive ecosystem change, and it is going to do a lot of good, a lot of justice. Um, just watch it, sit with it. Don't need jerk react on Twitter. Yeah. And, and we, watch how it plays out because I think it's going to be fantastic.
2: The Siege community doesn't need jerk reaction on Twitter, <laughs> but come on. Just
1: a little bit. A little <laughs> come bit. on.
0: Right. Well, guys, an hour and a half, just about, and I think that's our first episode done, unless you don't want to say anything else. I'm quite I've happy. enough. We've get talked so much, mate. We've talked so much. <laughs> and to think, like, next... Well, hopefully if things go to plan, maybe we get a guest in next week, things are going to be even more talkative we are going to be talking a long time. But we are in the off-season. As we get towards more regular um, regular season, we'll be able to actually talk about stuff that's going on. But there's a lot of off-season tournaments, so like the likes of SCS, SI Open calls, because we've got every region. We can actually talk about them when they're done um, and actually have results to go off rather than and, and live reporting and stuff like that. Um, other things to talk about, new system next week. That's going to be part of the episode. We've also got um, transfer window opening up. One as yes. well, that's going to be one to watch out from for tomorrow if there is any orgs picking up certain rosters that look pretty promising, um, on stuff like that or players that are looking promising. Anything else to talk about or to, to preview? Um,
2: uh, well, do you, do
0: you want a bracket
2: update for yes? SI? Oh, yes, yes,
1: well, yeah. br- let's
2: just go through a bracket update. So, in the upper bracket, Thunder Esports, I've uh, made it all the way through, they're going to yep. play the winner of. Rvms, which is Reich's team, yes. are playing against the Send as we speak.
0: Interesting. Why have
2: just won their match against Team Alpha? Alpha. Yeah. Uh, Lamparty Hotel are playing Team Young Brats.
0: Interesting. To get to the
2: next round. Okay. Team Starving, which is obviously the ex the, the ex Victus roster, are playing yeah. seventh pick, who actually beat Blue Jays from GSA. Okay. Uh, and they're going to go head to head. They're going head to head right now. Ling's seven old lfo which is i don't know who they are and they're playing sissy state punks and they play the they play wild in the next round so Jay Ling's will play wild team a hp they have walked their run so far uh les Pachichi are playing oh, the fun one yeah, yeah. Les Pachichi are there and rebels so far undefeated as well and that's kind of the the update of the teams that you'd be, you'd be, you'd know.
0: Yeah, so there's nothing, there's nothing too, too like, uh, how to put it, eye flashy, I nope. guess, in terms of results. But there is teams performing. I'm excited to see RVMS do well, and I'm excited for um, Team Thunder. Is it Team Thunder? Like uh, the Nordics team? I take it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see them to do well, especially RVMS, considering that they're going to be playing in Yukon in the next couple of weeks as well.
2: Yeah, um, we, we we like Reich. We like I, do, I we love, like a bit
0: of Reich. I love Reich. I've got a very soft spot for Reich, but there's definitely no Scottish. reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but uh, me and Reich travelled. Me and travelled to to um, what's it called to Berlin together. So like spent a lot of time with him. Have a lot of time for the lad. He is a good fella. Um,
2: not what he told us about you, mate. I, yeah, he
0: said the complete
1: opposite. Well, yeah.
0: listen, uh, what I see behind your backs is definitely worse <laughs> than true. that.
1: I I I actually feed you what to say about gaming.
0: <laughs> right. Anyway, first episode done. I Have to say thank you to everybody who stopped by. It's been a pleasure. Um, I think this has been a good first episode. To be honest, that's a good foundation. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I like it. I like it. I like to just talk shit about Sage, and that's it. Yes. Good? Yeah. exactly. the
2: breath is fun. I've yeah. The, I like the, the de de breath. I like the breath.
0: Right, I'm going to start our raid on towards Fresh then as a, a final farewell. We've got 10 seconds to go. So on that note, everybody, um, thank you for watching. We'll see you next week, Friday, maybe even Thursday, depending on the CL, uh, I guess, schedule. We'll talk about it. It'll be on Twitter. Um, see you later. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.
0: Okay, was not even saying bye. He's not even saying Shame on you, Gary. Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs>